Oh. I hear you, man. That's another good topic for the Angry Mike show, isn't it? Yeah, because my in-laws don't watch my show. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think you would care if the in-laws watched it or not. Not really. They don't like me that much, I don't think. Oh, well. Fair enough, I guess. Well, welcome every night to Stasis Lock, episode 136. The boys are back in town. Uh, this is a pre-convention week. It looks like all of us that are here tonight are actually going um, to RoboCon this weekend. So we got a few topics lined up around that. Uh, got some news. Got some other stuff. Some more stuff. Um, got a beast banging tonight, which is always great. So uh, I guess real quick, Mike, where can people find you at, man? Sorry. You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. Do you eating pudding, old man? What? Are you eating pudding, old man? Well, me and my dinner, I had to take my insulin shot. I forgot to take it. Oh, okay. I do. I just got done eating. Like, in hindsight, we wouldn't have been a minute late if I nine just uh, decided to wait. Nine times out of ten, my wife is cooking during a podcast, and y'all hear the noise in the background all the time. Is that so oh, hot pocket? Dude, that's because, like, I mean, what else do you make in a microwave other than, like, microwavable foods? That also known as bagel bites, dude. She's making some bagel bites. Uh, <laughs> I say we skip we skip the buffet on the way up, and we just eat bagel bites. We just no, make usually, uh, one, you know, like one of those big, like, what, what is it, 120 count <laughs> bagel bites? Yeah. We'll make two of those. No, yeah. usually uh, it's the, uh, the what you all hear go off. Is actually my my oven that makes that noise. So she's Are actually. You, oh really, well. His wife tricked him into thinking that a that a microwave is an oven. <laughs> well, I recently discovered uh, you can make eggs in the microwave, scrambled eggs, and it's life changing. Dude, it was from like it was from that commercial, wasn't it? It was from the commercial where she's just like she's got the little tube there, and she's like, I don't know what to do with this tube of ham and peas and whatever whatever was in it. And I was like, why don't you just crack an egg and, you know, but yeah, man, that, that shit's pretty wild. I found out that you could uh, microwave uh, scramble eggs one time because I was trying to make some cornbread and like I was using <laughs> honey odd way to find and that I'd out. already mixed the, I'd already mixed the honey in. So I was just trying to, I was like, man, I really need to microwave this honey to get it warm. So it'll kind of, you know what I mean? Oh boy. Move about. <laughs> And uh, the eggs were just like the eggs that I was like I didn't get like all of it out, and they'd all kind of uh, all kind of mix mash together. That said, uh, microwavable eggs, Joe. Where can people find you at? Um, here. That's about it. You need so, to do a rebrand. I, do I a, don't know where I am. I mean, I'm I'm here. I don't really do anything like else. Scramble wave, Joe. Sure. Scrambled wave egg joke. You can uh, we'll contact it me through Primal Sabbath. <laughs> oh, no, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. Of course. Where's Dalton? I am. Uh, he's at work tonight, man. So I got I got all his answers loaded up for uh, for some of our topics and some things like that. So um, right now, like it's uh, it's just going to be the three of us. So it'll be a pretty uh, pretty decent show. I think. So you say. So, you know, uh, small isn't bad. Uh, size doesn't matter. <laughs> Just shh, shh, size, size doesn't matter. We are, we are quality. So, 
<laughs> we are quality. Of course, every, also quality. Quality also does not matter. Um, so tonight is our beast banging week, and uh, we. I just got a, an alert. Okay. We uh, we are going to be taking a look at Polar Claw, but here's like here's the thing about Polar Claw is he's not really. He doesn't have any other mold reuses as Polar Claw. Like, I mean, he does. There's the Japanese version. Um, but it's like, it's the exact same. So I decided with this release to do a, uh, a, bit, of a, a bit of a gallery. So I hope you guys can see this all right. <clears throat> I'm trusting so. Beast so peace banging. Banging. Banging the beast. So uh, as you can see, Polar Claw is, much to everyone's surprise, a polar bear. That's a side profile. I thought he was a clawed penguin. Look at his uh, look at his little boop, his little tail boop. Boop boop. His little nub. Anyways, uh, he had a gimmick where you could pull back on the uh, the figure while keeping the hind legs stationary and his mouth would open and these little uh teeth these black teeth because he didn't brush his teeth he had poor hygiene for a maximal um would kind of come out and that was kind of like sort of an attack gimmick I which i always thought as a child i always like like do polar claws a, a strange one um i really wanted it as a kid uh and, and i don't know why necessarily maybe it was like just the red and the white colors is why i had a. Uh, I was, you know, attracted to it for some reason, um, but I never had it. So, anyways, like as an adult, I was like, I care less about owning it. And then, like after owning it, I was like, you know, this really isn't that bad of a figure because I mean, I've got all three uses of mold. But um, here he's in robot mode, and I think a lot of it just has to do with like other images out there of him aren't really like best represented. I display him with the uh, the regular non-mutant mask face uh, out. Uh, you know, your mileage may vary. If you read the uh, the IDW Ascending and Gathering, then uh, you probably have the red face forward. Or even, I think, uh, I think in uh, Sins of the Wreckers, uh, they gave him the, the red face. So. And of course, you can deploy his claws forward. One of them has a pop-out claw. That you can see here, and uh, he can give you some cheap shots. Would that be like a southpaw? Is that what that would be? Southpaw. I don't know. I just always found it weird that his claw got smaller and more skeletal and frail looking. My thought is because, like you know, so in theory, this piece is supposed to be like out of the picture. That that's actually just the skeleton. Yeah, like the like the skeleton metal frame skeleton rips from the flesh. Yeah, I can get behind that. I can subscribe to that at all. Um, and he can cover his face with his regular hands, and then boop right in the nose with the uh, the ripped flesh claw hand. Could also boop him in the nose with a bat. Oh, uh, boop him in the nose. Yeah. So he does have another gimmick. Um, this actually pops off via spring-loaded 
uh, fun. I like usually this is kind of what I do. Like I'll I'll put the bat like after the wings fold out and everything back on, and I usually have him displayed with the bat kind of perched up there on his shoulder like that. Yeah, I usually do that too. But then, do you have pictures of the gun mode for the bat? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, of course, of course, I've got it. Anyway, so there's everything kind of uh, deployed. All right, so here he is. this is how I do the gun mode. I like to view it more kind of like as a uh, a crossbow cross sports. Yeah, yeah. Like I know you can uh, kind of keep everything folded up if you want. Um. To make it more look more like an actual gun, but uh, I don't know. I feel yeah, like I never cross- even knew that was a thing until the other night. I was just fiddling with the figure, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. That's a gun mode." Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. So, uh, I'm trying to remember, I can't. I thought at one point I might have had that at a, in my my young teenage years. I just cannot recall if I had him or not. Mike, chasing tail and buying Beast Wars. That's the kind of man I've grown up to be as well. Yeah. Yep. Didn't know which direction I should have really gone, so who knows if I made the right decision in life. True. So here's the, uh, like I said, the the regular mask, or or face, I should say. And, uh, well, I guess I don't have a picture of the mutant mask. Oh, well. You went some realism. I just try. I don't remember what his mutant mask looks like. That's what I was hoping to see. Yeah. Well, but his regular face has. I didn't realize there until you got a close up that he had freaking uh, teeth in there in his mask. So yeah, like that's why I view that as like you know because like usually their robotic faces were, um, the ones with like the moving mouths and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. there are in some cases like, uh. Tarantulas used the mutant mask. Waspinator used the mutant mask. Um, Scorponok and Megatron did not. <laughs> Primal, Cheetor, Tigatron all did not, and neither did Dinobot. So uh, I think that was more like a, I guess, like a Predacon thing, I guess. Uh, real quick, we got Eric von Wolfenstein, Cryotex Customs, Josh Fisher, all in the chat. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us live. So, anyways, uh, so some history about this mold. I, I wanted to kind of get through the the uh, the gallery, I guess, to kind of talk about like why this particular figure is more than meets the eye. So, uh, this was the the Toy Fair catalog and also the uh, pack in catalog that came with the Optimus Primal Bat. Uh, and Megatron Alligator 2-pack. This was originally how they were kind of uh, pitching him for him to ship. So you see he instead has a... uh, He's all brown, obviously. Uh, He instead has the white mutant mask and the white for the abs and the lower legs. And then, of course, you know, yellow for the knee pads. And the knee pads don't quite look like uh, those little bear toes, but something we'll we'll get to in a minute. This was the actual figure that was uh, shown... uh, in the Toy Fair catalog. Now, this picture is <coughs> darker than, than what it really is. Uh, anyone coming to Robocon, I'll have this catalog on hand so you can kind of see it is definitely, it is actually more brown, but you see the yellow uh, mutant mask here. And I believe this actually, this may maybe would have been uh, 
black or brown. I really can't remember. I don't have it with me. But interestingly enough, like he would have been, I guess, like more of a, a grizzly bear instead of a polar bear. Um, I don't know my my bears because, I mean, this could be a black bear instead of a grizzly bear. Uh, you know, but uh, he, he looked, dude, he looks like he's looking for a picnic basket. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. So that's the uh, and this this is, you know, these typically for these catalogs, they were hand painted uh, pieces. So there's that. Now, uh, if anyone who's been to Robocon the last two years has seen uh, this guy right here, this is courtesy of Jesse Wittenrich with Night Shining Inc. Uh, he, he's uh, brought his bears for the last few years and they've been very impressive bears. But uh, quick kind of molding. Well, we'll go over molding differences uh, later on the slide, but. You can see the knee pads are different, and there's a, you know, uh, like the, the little feedums here are molded in, and the knee pads are part of these lower legs, which fold up and go into the back. Uh, these forearms are also different, and I think that might be it. There, there may be something in the in the chest and the maybe possibly the uh, the upper arms as well. So well, is that is that little is that little barely a nub all the back feet would have been? Yeah, yeah, it would have just been barely like you can kind of sort of see where the the little toes are are molded in, kind of etched in, sort of. Oh, oh I see that. So, I see the arms um, are different too. Right, yeah. right. So we got it right here. The uh, I believe it was the entire arm. I don't think it was just the the forearm, but the forearm definitely. Uh, definitely was different. It doesn't um, look like it has the whole belly shell on it. Uh, what do you mean belly shell? Oh, yeah, for like the back. Like going up. Right, up yeah, yeah. So elbow. in theory, it would have been this piece, just this kind of thing hanging okay, off the so elbow here. a little bit there. Okay. So um, that, like, like I think I think that's so cool, man. Uh, Jesse, let me let me have your uh, your bear. Jesse, give me your bear. Um, but yeah, and also the, the knee pads are kind of the dead giveaways and there are quite a few, uh, hard copies of these out and about and around, which I think is, uh, pretty interesting. Cause you know, usually you think hard copy, you think like one or two, but like, I know someone that has one and then there was another one that sold and someone else has another one that I know of. And I, I don't know if the one Jesse has is just a painted hard copy or if it's a, uh, if it's a, you know, a painted test shot or something like that. So I wouldn't, you know, again, I don't want to use the wrong terminology for, for the one his is, but you can see in here where the, the ball is inside the socket. It's, it's white from where the paint rubbed away. So interesting, man, this one, this one in, in the next one we do, which will be Scorpion awkward, both uh, pretty interesting figures, I think. So you guys have anything else you want to add, add to, uh, to the polar claw discussion? Just out of curiosity, because I'm not up to date on all of it. So there was only three versions of Polar Claw released in retail? Is that what well, it? one released in U.S. retail and two released in Japanese retail and one that was a Japanese BotCon exclusive, as far as the mold goes. Um, now, so there, was the, there was the Hasbro. Well, the Hasbro and the Takara one uh, featured no differences. Uh, between one another and you know of course he you know he was a he was single pack and he was packed in a versus pack of scorponok um which is fitting like their their gimmicks are very fitting they both have like the deploying you know drone and you know uh whatever else 
But the other one was uh, Survive from Beast Wars Neo. And the, the final one was uh, the BotCon uh, Japan 1998, I think, Barbarian. And I thought it, I thought I had a picture of it. But it's essentially this color scheme except the – well, really and truly, it's, I guess it's closer to this color scheme because it has the – the yellow here, but this this piece is the dark blue, like it was uh, on the final, and the, uh, the the robot helmet for the regular face was also that kind of uh, kind of dark blue. I believe it was the same same sort of colors that that it was on on this one. So, but he had I want to say he had the yellow feet instead of, I and mean, he didn't have the knee pads, which is unfortunate. Mm. Would have been cool if he had the had the knee pads, but but, but I mean, like there were no mold changes between all. Three of those versions. All right. So, uh, and of course, he was made famous from Robot Chicken. Uh, Dalton just brought it up in the chat. Uh, he was made famous in Robot Chicken uh, by becoming uh, Panda Claw, which um, I still need to uh, do a custom for Tyler on. But interesting. I like it. I really like it. Real quick, we didn't do hauls. Mike, did you get anything this week? Um, I got. Um... The other day I got a what was that Cybertron Lear Optimus Prime. Dude, I was uh man, I was watching the the microcasters last night and they were they were taking a look at that. And like seeing seeing them mess with it, I was like, oh, man, I kinda want it. Uh the reason I wanted like, to get it again was because of messing around with that siege one. Oh yeah, I mean I meant the siege one. Like they were taking a look at the siege one. I thought you okay. were talking about the siege one. No, no, no! I have that one ready. I got the original one from you know back in what was it, two thousand two or two thousand four, uh, four or five, something like that. Yeah, you know, I'm a little irritated with the siege one because of the way the wheels don't are not pointed outward. Oh, dude, but that siege one looks so good just standing there. Like, yeah, siege in robot mode is great, which made me want the original one again. So I actually. I really lucked out and picked one up here locally from uh, you know who for forty five dollars, and uh, <laughs> I don't know who, but okay, we, yeah, yeah, Mr. Uh, Grimlock over Dinobot. Oh, wow, okay, that's and actually then, dude, that's uh, that's not a bad price. And yeah, then, that's uh, a really good price. Well, it wasn't complete. I'm missing three missiles and the gun, and Brett already has those for me, so I'll have it complete. Oh, at um that's the only thing i really got besides a few pops which i know you don't care about so i mean it. it is what it is uh cryotex custom said that the alt mode is better on the siege ones because it, it all holds and clips together uh, a lot more firmly so like like man like the the original one is an impressive toy there's no doubt about it i would never argue against that but like for all intents and purposes like the siege one is is maybe if i see it like loose and used and like slightly under retail, I'll pick it up. Well, see, and I agree with him on it. The Siege one is a great figure. The only thing that burns my hide up on it is in vehicle mode of those damn wheels not showing on the outside. It just, it just. Oh man, you gotta think of it. You gotta think of it like it, like it's like it's levitating. Think of it like it, like it's <laughs> levitating, man. Use your imagination. I'm 40 years old. I have no imagination. 40 years old buying toys says he has no imagination. No what imagination. A, what a, my wife. 
What a shame. Joe, did you get anything this week, man? Um, I got some uh, gap fillers for Siege Soundwave in the mail. Oh, dude, I thought you were about to say for uh, for Diatlas, because mine literally came in today. I ordered those things. Oh, really? like, Yeah, I ordered those things like, oh, man, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And they were like, like the shipping was stuck at uh, Inwood because, you know, obviously they were drop shipping it to New York um, forever. And then just out of nowhere, uh, I come home and this little bitty box from Inwood, New York is uh, is on my doorstep. It's a shame that my Japanese Strika uh, hasn't been here yet. It's been hanging out in San Francisco for five days, six days now. So what do you do? Did you get anything else? Um, not that I can remember, although I do know I want to get one of those, uh, the Cybertron or the Galaxy Force Prime from Siege. I think that would look pretty cool repainted as Big Convoy. I think I mentioned that to you, Dakota. Yeah, you did, and like, I, I agree with you. I think that would be, I mean, it's it's a bulky build for like a pre-beast Big Convoy. I could definitely see it working. I know a lot of people would probably want the uh, the Nova out of it. I think that was a, a Digibash uh, Josh Bertram did, and like like that would be cool too. Like I don't know, man. Like like I said, seeing seeing them uh, mess with it on microcasters last night, uh, I was just like, oh, dude. Like if I think if I see that thing in person and like there's nothing else like really around or kind of on the table for me to buy, like I'll probably pick it up. I mean, I've got the Megatron. I still haven't returned it yet, but I don't know how uh, how hard and how fast I'm going to go in on this line, but. Other than the uh, leg fillers that I got for my uh, Legends Diatlas, I also picked up one of these. Oh, you already got it. Oh, you got yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They, they shipped this thing pretty quick, man. It's the uh, the Mutant Soundwave. And I mean, let's just go ahead and get on oh, into wait, it. Oh, wait. We got to do it together at uh, – never mind. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we could have well, done it together at uh, RoboCon. I didn't know you were going to open yours. I have two. I got one I'm going to open. So here's a here's a little uh, a little surprise segment for you guys tonight. Something I like to call uh, gambling with gold plastic syndrome. Ooh. Because, uh, I, dude, look, my, my track record is <clears throat> pretty solid. So I've, had, I've had two Torkas um, that neither have, have broken. I have had two Transmetal Megatrons, uh, Hasbro, of course, uh, in which both have broken. I have had the Beast Wars Neo Randy twice. One, the little fist uh, thing, like the outer parts of the fingers, they broke off whenever I put the gun in. Um, the other one, uh, it, it was unbroken and fine. I'm trying to think of, oh, uh, Beast Machine Snarl? Perfect. Fine. Get this on. Uh, I bet. Good luck with Sam. Let me get this on camera. Uh, the yeah, the, the snarl, the snarl. You know, not too like. Believe it or not, the uh, the universe one. Whenever I was uh, cleaning the uh, the maximal uh, symbol off of it. Yeah. Uh, or the Autobot logo, rather. Uh, excuse me. It actually uh, it actually broke that red plastic did. So. Really? Wow. Yeah. All right. He's in there kind of good, and I don't know if I should. Cut it out. I'd cut it, dude. That's scary. Yeah. The thing is, 
I don't have any scissors near me. <laughs> he ain't waiting. He wants that. Well, I mean, they're just over there. <laughs> they're just over there. What's the $90 toy? Oh, they're just over there. You know, oh, uh, also, uh, whenever I got my 10th anniversary Dinobot in, it uh, it shattered. Really? You know what? Let's, let's try the unorthodox here. Yeah, that'll Jeez. work, too. Use a razor blade on it. How bad did it shatter? Well, the are you talking about the, the 10th anniversary Dinobot? Yeah. It wasn't awful. Um, the first thing that shattered on it was the, uh, the forearm. Um, or not the forearm, the bicep. Okay. The bicep shattered. I glued it back. And then where the... The the little um the little dino hand the little ee, ee, yeah where it where it plugs in that ball socket moving it because it was just seized up in there moving it it uh, it cracked that and just like completely cracked the piece off so I glued that back on but it kind of seized up again so after I glued it back on I held it and then I just started moving it and it cracked again and I'm pretty sure <laughs> the other side is gonna crack and come off anyways but. Fortunately, Jesse Wittenrich, uh, again with Night and Shining Ink, he uh, he's got one. He's gonna um, sell it to me. Uh, it's missing one of its mutant masks, which probably broke. So that way, I can at least have one in robot mode and one for beast mode. Um, well, because, you need uh, another one. I got two, but I like having one in each mode and one has been glued. Exactly. So, so okay. Um, I guess just let's just get into it. All these dried up rubber band pieces are scary and nasty. They're just nasty. Like, they're not scary. They're just gross. Well, no, scary as in, well, I wonder what the plastic's like. Oh, well, I mean, it's just rubber bands. Like, how bad could it be? Come yeah, on. those things Keep always deteriorate. All right, so right off the bat, this uh, this lighter color stuff, I think is fine. I think it will be fine. God, dude, nasty. I just wanted to buy a loose one. You know what I mean? Like, I Good luck with that. I would have paid the same. Good night. Okay. So this this kind of soft stuff here, I think is I think is fine. But it's this uh this hardened junk that you're gonna like. I can already tell these little tabs right here. I don't know if you can see. Uh, I can already tell they're gonna break. Like. There's no uh, no point in, let's see. He's got them on this side too. All right. Yeah, this stuff is like, this lighter plastic's more pliable, so I can get behind that, but his, uh, oh man, I think, okay. He's a, uh, get a little boop, 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 boop. Is that a robot face in there? Is that where his robot face is? Yeah, that's where his, uh, that's where his robot face is. I guess I can... Uh, select me real quick. God, dude, that rubber band is like it's like a sticky residue. Ugh, so gross. Dried sticky rubbers. Yeah, man. I feel uh, like I just got. I feel like I, I feel like I just left the truck stop showers. You know what I mean? Um. No, I have no idea. What you're about. <laughs> All right. So yeah, he's got a robot head, but he also makes his little bat bat face move. All right, man. I'm gonna look at this uh this awesome seven step transformer. Um. And try to transform it, I guess. Uh, okay. 
So it looks like these come forward. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like these little pieces right here. I guess these are, I guess, like little peg covers for the joint. Those look like, like, like they're made of gold. So, all right. First gold hinge. Uh, uh, ooh, ooh. Glad you're taking the plunge so I don't have to. I can't tell if there's any, uh, there's any, dude, that one was smooth as butter. Hi, y'all. <laughs> Where do they usually break, do you know? Uh, I, dude, I think it's usually, like, just this torso section and everything in here that, uh, oh, breaks so, apart. Like, the main area only. Yeah. Oh God, that was a terrible sounding sound. There's this little open up compartment. Shows his uh, robot bits. All right. Here's the the scary stuff. Ooh. All right. All right. So that's supposed to come up. And let's uh lay. It. What happens with what I do with this? It doesn't tell me what to do with this. Oh, raise up alligator head. Raise alligator head up to cover bat head. Nope. Oh, does it turn? Maybe it turns. I heard a snap, but I'm guessing that. Okay, was dude. Yeah. So this is where this is where it's gonna break, right? Because there's this hinge, right? All gold plastic, and the stem that it's on turns. So. Oh yeah, it's dead. Ooh, there we go. Just kind of, kind of grab and maneuver, I guess. Again, I'm looking for cracks and breaks, but I'm not finding nothing. And then that's going to, this is going to break. This is definitely going to break. Because it's supposed to go over. But it's kind of tight to go over. The bat head, yeah. Well, what do the kids say? You only live once. Does this not, I don't think this <laughs> rotates down. Wasn't it green in the promo pictures on the backs of the card, or was that just, like, the glare? Uh, you know, it actually was green. Um, we want to look at the, well, I don't know how well you can see it because of my glare, but, yeah, it was definitely green. Sucks and that he wasn't green. That would have been cooler, I think, but I get why they didn't do it with, uh... With, uh, what, Razor Claw? Yeah, with Razor Claw being green. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Is there? I'm looking for someone to uh to like tell me in the comments like no you don't just shove it over his face. But I think that's the only way. Yeah, man, because you can see here's the little uh these little pieces kind of like match up to these holes almost perfectly. Yep. So let's uh. I mean, then you all have a parts former. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be bad. Like, like if this piece right here breaks, I'm not gonna be too bent out of shape over it. I mean, it's a mutant. Who's who really who really buys mutants to uh, to resell them, except for the guy that I bought mine from. So, <laughs> dude, it's like I'm trying to <laughs> trying to find out where to apply the. No, don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. Yeah. How do I need to do it, Joe? You're the expert. I don't know. I never handled that figure at all. Just trying to scare you, make you more nervous. Worthless. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think this is supposed to come down. Like this is something that could, I guess, cause some stress too. This little hinge in here. You don't. You want me to go up in mine? 
I don't know. I mean, you know, it's up. It's up to you. Ultimately, okay, yeah. This is supposed to come down, so I'm. Uh, I'm not emotionally ready yet. That wasn't. That wasn't too bad. You the thing is, over. like, I would leave this kind of like half-assed like that if if it would actually allow. Okay, so this is. I think it was where these break. These little hinges, because I know these break pretty often. Man, this sucks. So uh, are we going to do the hot potato drinking game with uh, your sound wave and a couple Transmetal Megatrons I'll bring? <laughs> Absolutely not. How about just the Transmetal Megatrons? Maybe. Okay, I'll bring some. I'll tell you what, we can do hot potato if I get your sound wave. <laughs> not with sound wave, we can just do Megatron. Eric's in the chat that... Uh... Balamax has a video on this figure. And I'm guessing they, uh, what did you call it, Matt? Uh, um, Mike? What is that? Bal ba oh, dude, I got it. I got it. Oh, never coming out of uh, alligator mode. Yeah, I could see how that's not going to work. Woo! I think mine would stay oh, in... Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I definitely heard something crack. Ooh. All right. Next hurdle is getting these all the way around this. I just pinched my skin a little bit. Get a piece of Primal Sabbath uh, with your purchase of a broken uh, mutant sound wave. If you break it, are you going to sell it? I mean, I guess I could probably uh, sell it for parts. Salvage it, maybe. Or are you going to keep it? I don't know, man. I think there's a, one of the one of the Halloween Horicon ones is on the market, or so I've heard. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that, that one, the blue one. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, there's almost no way to uh, to rotate this piece in without potentially just shattering it. Like... Maybe if I shave some plastic. Mm. What do you do? What, what's wrong, Joe? Shaving the you're weakening it. Then you're causing micro fractures. Um, that that brittle. I mean, dude, it feels that way. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna shave. It's gonna chip away. Yeah, it sounds like it's chipping away. Yeah. That's got to be a very unpleasant sound for the audio listeners. Anyone who listens to this episode on audio is going to be bored out of their mind. Um, Cryotech Custom says you have to pull the hinge on the back legs before you close the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them, I got them pulled down. Okay. I'm going to go open a Randy. We did that already, though, right? All right. So here we go. I think that's about as uh okay. There we go. I got it. It's um. There's a lot of like pressure on this on this side on this hinge, but uh, overall, there he is. 
Alligator mode. Great looking. Sure is, Joe. Uh, where does he rank work. on the mutants that you have so far? You, you're missing the red one, right? Poison bite? I'm, yeah, I'm missing the red one. Um, God almighty. Yeah, there we go. That just kind of broke. Well, it, it, it broke the piece that was catching up on it for sure. Maybe it won't be such a pain in the ass to fold back down this way. Rotate that out. A lot of this is just like where to apply pressure, ultimately. Yeah, man, it's still. I may get some sandpaper out, but it's this, this, this little piece right here. There's too much of a peg there to comfortably get it down. Yeah, because they want it to kind of lock in tight. But I mean, you can you can even cut. Well, you maybe can't see too well, but like, see where it's just getting held up like that. Kind of. We're doing the, the Beast Bang and Soundwave episode way earlier than what we should. But, uh... All the next right. one you do will be a black uh, Zarek. <laughs> uh, only if someone donates it, uh, for you know, for free. I will do a black Zarek for free. Dude, I've heard people open those sealed and they're broken. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I have to. That's like, I get nauseous thinking about that. Like, okay, here, I'm going to buy a thousand plus dollar toy thousands dude thousands more than a thousand well thousand i'm just saying like thousands of dollars have, have gone straight to waste because of uh that kind of a thing all right moment of truth with the head uh there we go no broke no break spinner around and uh take it on home there you go I'll never review that. I'll just uh, cut this this part of the video out. Josh said, no, open, <laughs> Josh said blindfolded. <laughs> so, anyways, would have been cooler if he was green or blue, purple, whatever you want to call it. But um, he wasn't. So, all right, let's uh, get into this. Anybody else want to play some, some gold plastic? Freak out a little bit and get some nasty rubber, man. Rubber bands, dried up rubber bands are so gross. All right. On to our program. Everyone see this? I hope you can. Yeah, it looks like you can. So the last, the, the previous week on Beast Out and Shout, we took a look at uh, was it was it Cheetor and Sunstreaker? Yes. All right. This is the thing that we kind of got going on with the Blackout and Shout guys. Uh, they're all friends of ours. We're all friends of theirs. Um, and it's it's kind of like kind of like a versus thing. And this week is uh, Dinobot versus Grimlock. Which I mean, pity the defeat on Grimlock. You know what I mean? So uh, size isn't. An issue. Scale, size, not an issue. Um, all about the character. Who would win? And, I mean, we clearly know Masterpiece Dinobot is the greater toy, so there's no need for debate on that. But uh, who would win? Grimlock versus Dinobot. They're both sized up uh, proportionately and accordingly. Who, who you got? Mike, since you're the G1 guy, I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I mean... 
at first, before I read, you know, I read the comments and everyone made a lot of good points. And then once you think about, you know, G G one Grimlock is stupid. He's an idiot. That's all it's to. I mean, he wasn't very smart. I mean, he had a lot of power, but I mean, whether he used it correctly was a different story. Where Dinobot is smart, um, he's he sets his mind to certain things and he does it. He plans everything out. He's you know, I mean, he's just all you know, better warrior than. Grimlock West. I mean, of course, I'm going to go with Grim. I mean, uh, Dinobot on that one. Yeah, uh, for, and for the sake of the argument, Josh had asked if it was Tune Comic. You know, IDW definitely, definitely G1 Tune because I feel like that's what the the majority of um, G1 fans are going to remember more than they would uh, comic book Grimlock. Because I mean, and Josh also brings up a really good point. If you're talking, uh, you know, comic book. Um, either Marvel G1 or uh, IDW, then in my opinion, Grimlock is going to have a run for his money. Or uh, Dinobot's going to have a run for his money. Because uh, Grimlock was more than just a, you know, dumb dumb missing a robo chromosome. You know what I mean? So, uh, and you, you kind of mentioned the chat. Uh, James West in um, the, the comment section. Made a really good point. Said of all the G1 bots, Grimlock is my boy. Grimlock is a powerhouse in terms of damage dealing ability and physical toughness. Dinobot is cunning and vicious while being powerful in his own right. His matchup is kind of like a bazooka versus a sniper rifle. Um, but he goes on to say he thinks that the edge would be given to Dinobot just because uh, he's certain that Dinobot would outthink him. Uh, although he does say Dinobot has no room for error. And that kind of sort of sums up the way I'm feeling about it too. Um, I think Dinobot definitely, you know, Dinobot's a better tactician, uh, but I think also an equally determined warrior. And but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Dinobot would be like Grimlock strong. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely think that uh, that he would, he would, you know, he would, you'd have to sweat it out in in some instances. But um, it's pretty good. But I think he's sorry. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, yeah. but so someone else, someone else had said something uh, in our comments, uh, and I wish I could find it. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, Jimmy Baker said uh, he's a strategist, and uh, while he fights with honor, he will also take an advantage of an enemy's weakness. And I mean, that's true. Like, how many times was Dinobot like, "Look, we need to, do, we need to attack the Predacons now," and you know, it's like, well, you know, so and so's out missing and it's just like well it doesn't matter we need to win this we need to win this war um so so he's all about making that opportune moment strike you know what i mean so joe what about you man um i think dinobot would win um he would get his butt kicked pretty good in the process but he would still win i mean he's he's up against one of the Autobots powerhouses and it would be a be a pretty interesting sword fight too which would be pretty cool to see <laughs> interesting uh, interesting sword fight huh just because you want to see that sword fight just because they're uh Grimlock's more of a I don't know like a brawler with the sword where Dinobot's more of a samurai kind of thing so 
And uh, as far as toys go, I posted those pictures in the chat of my Masterpiece Dinobot and Fans Toys Grimlock fighting in dino modes. Was that a Fans Toys? I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. I've, dude, honestly, I thought it was a G1. I was like, okay. Yeah, that was uh, Fans Toys. G1 oh, okay. is close to that big. Well, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. I do, like, um, like to, to get off topic, man, I hope we get, like, a G2 Volcanicus set. Just all the Dinobots in G2 colors. That'd be, that'd be sweet. I'd like that. So I went to transform them to get pictures for robot mode, and I transformed Dinobot first. I'm like, wow, that was pretty awesome. Forgot how much I like this figure. Yeah, man. Transformed uh, Fans Toys Grimlock. I'm like, wow. Went downstairs, grabbed the box, put them in the box, and selling them at Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at least you'll at least you'll make that uh that fans toys money at Robocon. Yeah, exactly. So is third party allowed there? Uh yeah. It's okay. not a it's not an officially sanctioned event. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Well yeah, I thought so, but figured I'd ask. And you're asking us? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well I buy I buy third party. Um I don't think Joe knows that you don't buy third party, Mike. I don't buy third party. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll, buy, I'll buy third party accessories as Tyler puts it to make my shit toys look better um, <laughs> but I will not buy a third party toy anymore Mike's an elitist um, to, uh, uh, set to, to cover I'm flappies to cover a few more comments um, Brad Russell says that uh, Grimlock's got it all day Dinobot has fleshy bits on the outside and Grimlock has a thermal sword uh, I mean I could dude I can I, so like he's gonna get, you know get his scales singed, but he's a one hundred percent metal everywhere else. One hundred percent, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, our very own Brett Megamus uh, said, "Being the G1 fan that you would think I am, I would go with Grimlock." He said, "But I don't." He said, "If and big emphasis on the if the sizes were the same, basics uh, same." Basic size, same playing field. Then my vote goes to Dinobot. Brains and strategy over brute strength. Don't get me wrong, love Grimlock, but I gotta give it to Dinobot. He, uh, Dinobot's the one that saved us all, you know? He was our hero, BB. He made um, the ultimate sacrifice. Chris, Chris Barnes mentions that Grimlock was different in the comics. I don't know enough about Marvel G1 Grimlock, but I do, I, I am aware that it was a much different interpretation of the character um and i mean i know how he is in idw and idw it's like i think even idw grimlock would still at the end of the day if it was beast wars dinobot he'd still probably uh you know take the l but Mar i think the marvel g1 grimlock is supposed to be like not brutal wasn't he like he was like the legit leader of the Autobots for a while, right? And yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. And I mean, I think they did better under him than Prime or something. I don't know. Um, I mean. And Josh Fisher, he, he even mentioned he was like, "Well, if it's Toon Grimlock, uh, Toon Grimlock was a joke. Dinobot hands down." <laughs> So, yeah, like I said, man, I think I think comic book Grimlock is where you start getting into some 
some more. It's a Marvel G1 comic. But if anyone else have anything they wanted to add to this, now would be an opportune time. Good, because we got some news. <laughs> oh, you were talking to us. Uh, yeah. Almost exclusively talking to you guys. <laughs> so, uh, we have a pretty light news week this week. Perfect Effect Cryotech is starting to ship. So, there he is. Dalton gave me some notes for his news. Uh, and he already got his in a while ago. I'm kind of well. This is the first images I've I've seen. I don't, and I don't know if we've covered them arriving yet. Um, oh yeah, well, Hanny got his like three weeks ago. Okay, well, people are just now starting to take pictures of them. Uh, meh. And I mean that 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 was literally Dalton's note, and I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like, I like that covered up Beast Machines looking face, but that isn't the uh, the two hundred dollars saving grace that this thing needs. I'm going to get it, but it's not on my priority list. I hear you. Well, we all know how Mike feels. Well, uh, I think on that one, well, I, mean, I, have, <laughs> a, I have an opinion, damn it. Um, I, did it really justify having it? I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't something that was major in the past. So why? Well, I do. Like, that's, that's where, that's where I – I would I would say yes, just because the original Cryotech does kind of go for a pretty penny now. Uh, you know, getting it complete like mine's incomplete. I need the uh, the little wheel covers, uh, those little VTOL wheel covers, um, because like yeah, I just I don't have I don't have those, and it's it's hard to find them when they do pop up. I'm paying probably thirty to forty bucks, and it's like a hundred dollars or more for a complete Cryotech anymore. I don't care about the missiles, but you know that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but I mean, he is, he was a very popular three H era character, uh, you know, because he was, he was the big bad guy for that three H, uh, botcon stuff. And, you know, then we kind of got a little bit more of them in, um, theft of the golden disc, but I think it's a, nece I think it's a necessary thing. If you had, if you had to ask me. Moving right along, we are getting some Transform Element uh, Black Arachnia pictures for scale. Um, you know, the, the one thing we, we haven't had was uh, the, like, seeing how big she really is. But here's a, I believe this is probably just going to be a regular Lost Night Squeaks. Uh, oh, I, I, know that, I know that they KO'd it, but I don't know if they, like, oversized it. Yeah, there's an old knockoff, but... I'd say that's, I don't know. Well, this is the, here's a Dinobot stand too. Yeah, so I, I guess like, stand. yeah. And, uh, something we're all a little more familiar with, uh, the, is this the MP2? No, this has got to be there. Uh, that's transform element. Of, of course. Like why would I, I don't know. I mean, like I don't have their prime, so I don't know what their, uh, what theirs looks like. Like, I was just like, oh, is that MP10? Like, is it the same size as MP10, maybe? Yeah, it's about the same size. Perhaps. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think this would work. Man. Yeah. I think it'd be okay in a Legends, uh, a Legends display, but I also kind of think, like, maybe she could also fit in 
with a with a classics a chug display, or even uh just uh like we're doing Dakota Showcast. Would she scale well with like deluxe regular Cheetor or Tarantulas or even uh regular Silverbolt? She might scale well with him. Yeah, a lot bigger. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Um, and I think she would like, honestly, the only reason, the only thing that's kind of tempting me on this is like that it's all small bots, legend scale, like scale scale. But I'm thinking yep. she may just be legends class. Like, I don't know, dude. It's, it's hard to tell. And, and, you know, she may be too small compared to silver bolt, the original silver bolt, but she may also be too small for what a, you know, quote unquote chug thing would be. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Doing their own thing, which would be fine too. Yeah. Now, on to the money shot. Boom! Figure JX has given us a little teaser here. It's, uh, looks like they probably got this thing fully painted, and we can see what color the purples are going to be. That was my, like, my biggest, you know, maybe not concern, but question, I guess, is how they were going to handle the, uh, the purple for Transmetal 2 Megatron, because he does have quite a bit of it. Uh, and I think this is a pretty close match. I love that they threw a little green in there, too. Yeah, on these little uh, these little wheels. Little, uh, wheel covers. Man, I, of course, hope they, I hope they have some die cast in there, too. Dude, like, I... like that needs heft. I'm pretty sure, like, the those bits and even this bit in here may be die cast. Someone said that these should be black, and maybe they're just a extremely shiny black. Cause like I think these are the same color, and it just looks like they're very reflective. I'm uh, fine with like a shiny gunmetal, dark yeah. gunmetal. Yeah, they definitely don't need to be bare metal though. I will say that. Um, no, no. So, and that you know that again that might be something but uh this dude this has me uh this has me pumped pumped amped mike how can you tell how can you tell me this is not perfection it's nice it's not for me dude you're you wouldn't okay like gun to your head <laughs> they're not gonna <laughs> like dude takara's never gonna do transmetal twos in in the same scale as the season ones i don't want to say they'll never do transmetal twos but they won't be in the same scale that's true so, so you still you still wouldn't even think about picking this up? I've come close to wanting to pick up the uh, uh, primal third parties. I've come close, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it. It's just perfect effect, man. Fuck them. <laughs> this is JX figures. Figure JX. Jang Zing. Generation toy one. That one's great. Oh, man. I love that thing. Not that one either. It's a well it's a well made piece, but uh it's not uh this this does look way this this is just a whole new level, I would say, from what it looks like. Yeah, I mean Tyler has, has said it uh, enough, I think, but like I I'd also feel like this is gonna be our uh Beast Wars fans uh fans toys. One hundred percent. Like I think that if this comes out and it's it's got baller quality and it's just a uh, overall you know fun, well built, uh, etc., sturdy, then then I think that uh, 
that's going to be tapping into to an early market. Um, Dalton also says that the JX uh, Megatron is looking great so far. So anything else you guys want to add to this before we move it right along? I guess I'm a little confused by his legs. Maybe it's just uh, trying to figure out what they're doing there on the right, where it has like a the teeth or bones or claws, and the other side doesn't have it. Well, it's the Transmetal Two design, Mike. You know from the show. Yeah, but I guess oh, I just don't remember the toy was too. Yeah, I guess, toy was like that. Asymmetrical. Okay, then I guess I just don't remember that then. Mike, do you even do you even Beast Wars, bro? Yeah, I have Beast Wars. I just don't have that Transmetal Two one. Mike, I'll have like two of those for sale on my table. So okay, I'll take uh, Real quick, thanks for stopping by, TF Fan Geek. Appreciate it. So, all right, we'll move along. My, dude, Mike, I got an eye on you, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we posted a bit of a teaser yesterday for the uh, Mega Toy Fan Robocon 2019 uh, exclusive. And uh, these are their, those same teaser images. And, uh, very low lit. Very basic. These were uh, these actually did pick up some some traction on Twitter that I was very surprised about. But here it is. Uh, you can see this immaculate packaging uh, of a Ziploc bag. <laughs> I just it's saw that. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you just tickled my fancy for the night. Yeah, man, it's uh, the very happy to to partner with Ziploc, um, quartz-sized freezer bags to give you this exclusive. <laughs> oh oh man, I'm crying over here. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry to go. No, no, dude. By all means. Cry I some looked more. at it. I thought it said Ziploc, and then you said Ziploc. Like, oh shit! No, he didn't. Okay, it's out of my system. Is it out of your system? <laughs> it's out of my system. All right, let's uh, uh, let's let's bring it out of the let's let's unzip it and see how cool it really is. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come on, dude. I I tried. <laughs> I tried so hard on that one. Okay. No, no, dude. Okay. No, you're not. All right, so as we can see, it's uh, the the famous hammer from Code of Hero. And uh, this may be a bit of a a forewarning here. May may see that. Uh, Let's see. I need it. There's another another shot of it. I'm trying to, like, do two things at once here. Like, I'm trying to get it ready to post on the Facebook page. After we get done uh, taking a look at it, so uh, here it is with Aww. with Masterpiece Dinobot. Um, the Dinobot figure will be included. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, we could not get a partner uh, ship from Takara Tomy, uh <laughs> for those. Uh, that's a good size, though. I I like it. That's big. Yeah, man. Like that's um the the definitely the scaling of it was important to me like you know there is that other one coming out in that uh that 40 dollar upgrade kit 40 or 50 however much it is um but it like it, it's just a, a tad too small just a tad um albeit like that does look great too so and you can see 
it takes some doing i'll be honest but he can one hand it there are no pegs or anything like that you know so you can kind of choose where you want the the grip to be he has pretty strong grippers though so yeah yeah he does and you can kind of sort of interlock the two little thumb pieces yep. with the uh with the the hand so there's that and again this is it like i, I wanted to just showcase it um where all the weight from the hammer would be because like th this this part of the the hammer is pretty uh pretty heavy um but i, I did want to you know want to point out that he can hold it in really any of the various poses you'd want him to hold it in so uh last but not least here we are got it over his head not falling out so i was very happy of the, uh with, with this pose so this will uh, see release at Robocon 2019. It uh, it will be limited to 15 pieces. They are all individually numbered. It will only cost you 10 bucks, and they're all handmade. No two are exactly the same. Some are pretty close, but uh, they are all uh, individually uh, made and numbered. Uh, and of course, there is a first come first serve uh, policy. Obviously, if somebody's wanting to show up to try to buy all ten, we're not going to let that happen. Um, um, if there are any remaining pieces left over after the show, uh, you can acquire uh, for them through our Stasis Lock Facebook page, or you can reach me on Twitter at Primal Sabbath. And um, you know, it would just be ten plus whatever uh, shipping would be to you. So, um, anyways, that's, uh, that's it. I think at, at, you know, 15 pieces, they'll probably move. We may, uh, we may put a limit of like, I don't know, two per person. Like it, it really just depends on how, you know, how many people stop by the, uh, the room sales and at the show on Saturday, they will be at the mega toy fan booth. Uh, so, with Brett. Yeah. so any, uh, you know, any, uh, any information on where the room sales and all that stuff is going to be, uh, we will know more of that on Friday, and we will post that for you guys. The room sales are going to be from 8 o'clock at night to right before Let's Make a Deal at 9 o'clock, and then we'll resume them for another hour from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., and uh, then anything that's left over, you'd have to uh, – You mean 10 to 11? To, um, or, yeah, I'm sorry, 10 to 11. Um, anything else that's left over, you'd have to get from Brett. So anyways, we'll post on both the Stasis Lock Facebook page and my Twitter and, uh, you know, wh wherever else I'm, I'll, I'll share it to my Facebook page and, and a few other places, um, where to, uh, where to go to get it. And if you want to see some better pictures, some more up close stuff, uh, these have just now been published to the, uh, Stasis Lock Facebook page. So real happy, real happy with how it turned out. Um, and I think that's it for the news. I need it. I need right. to. Do you need to, do you, do you like need to? Man, like everybody wants to. And I'm just like, I don't know if like. I'm like, going to resell one. Uh, do what? I'm going to resell one. Of course. Sell it to Haney for 30 bucks. Do Fast. it. Do it. <laughs> so we've got some topics tonight. As per usual. Uh, this first one came from you, Joe. 
and it is how would you feel instead of getting a new toy line we were treated to a visually updated version of the cartoon same audio and story but using today's cgi technology and joe since this is your topic i will let you take it away i be pissed maybe maybe see dude yeah, you... i love the toy but i love watching the show i was gonna say you brought it up like i was thinking like you would be the one that would want you know instead of a new toy line oh no not at all i i see i would love to have it but i don't think instead of new toys i i would want but if if that's all we got, I would be happy, but I would complain about it. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, you 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 made this amazing looking like CG show. Why don't you give us new toys? I mean, you you threw the toy budget at the show. Okay, cool. Well, give us a new primal at least. Dude, I'm uh man, I'm kind of torn on this, uh, if I'm being honest. Like I uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I always tell everyone, like, I'm a toy collector first, right? Um, I, like, man. See? Now you know how I feel. Yeah, like, ultimately, ultimately, okay, look, ultimately, I am, I'm happy with the Vintage Beast Wars line. Like, I honestly don't think I could be happier with it. Um, so, personally... I would take the updated CGI remake of the cartoon over a new toy line. Like, and, and a lot of that stems from I'm not super confident on the current uh, team that's working on Transformers. To, to the same lightning in the bottle. Yeah, I mean that, but like, I just don't. I don't feel like they'll they'll you know. I just don't think they're up to it. I, I mean, I just don't like. I just don't think that they would put the love that was put into it from the original design team. Like the original design team, dude, you could tell like there was passion put into those toys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we're talking hand, like, you know, they were still hand sculpting stuff back then. It wasn't all cat design, yeah. um, you know, things like that to me, like that's a, that's a piece that has like, like this, this, you could tell like, man, there was as weird and goofy as it is, there was some love put into this. Like there was a lot of uh, attention to detail and just, oh, yeah. Bits of rubber band nonsense still coming off of my fingers. Transform the other three in the line, and they fit together. Looking at that one as you transformed it, they fit together aesthetically. It, it's just you you don't get that as much, where you can feel like okay, yeah, I can feel that the same person worked on these figures. So, yeah. You know, and, and like I said, man, like, you know, maybe maybe I'll be surprised. Like, I know they're not just going to give us uh, an animation do over and stick it to the audio of the of the original cartoon. Maybe do that. Maybe that's something that like fans could you know, as, as, as hot topic of a button as crowdfunding is like, that's the only way I see that happening is crowdfunding. Um, you know, and, and I don't think that. Like, like I hate the the stigma that transformers, third party transformers companies have put on crowdfunding for transformers fans. Um, 
you know, because like we, we could, we could get some really cool stuff if, you know, if, if as a fandom, we, we put our money behind it, you know what I mean? And if it was, I don't know, I guess less random stuff that was trying to be crowdfunded. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like that, that would be, I think that would be interesting. Interesting for a fan, maybe one of these, uh, like more well-known people in the in the fandom in the community and stuff like that. Like I think if, if that's something like they would source out and be like, "Hey, what would this cost?" Um, and just put the numbers out there. I think you could you could probably you'd probably see some really primal Sabbath is well known enough. That's uh I don't I don't know about that. I definitely don't know about all that. Into it. Contact um, uh, mainframe. I'm sure mainframe's doing pretty well now. They could. Uh, yeah, I mean probably- they're probably get away with redoing the series they have all the audio files i think that that famous primal sabbath guy could get away with it he's he's well known and trusted that uh don't look don't send me more money than the common sense that i have <laughs> to, to <laughs> no i mean like that's that, that like that's the thing i would need i would need to know that there's at least a hundred people that would throw down with me and I would, I would head that up. I would absolutely. Cause like, I don't do shit at my, my day job anyway. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, Mike, what about you, man? What you, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? You've been pretty quiet. I would want toys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Mike's just sitting there like, Oh, toys. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, would it be good? I mean, nice to have a new TV series, yeah. But I wouldn't. I'd rather have the original actors. I mean, could we? Would we actually get you know Gary and David again, like we've gotten Peter? No, like, oh, use all the original sound. Right. Yeah. All the original all audio. All the music. Everything yeah. the same. Oh. It's the, the only thing that's different is just the visuals, just the the, the CGI visuals. I still want toys. <laughs> yeah i mean dude like like i i wouldn't i wouldn't turn my nose up at either you know if i was you know giving them right so uh real quick dalton's take on this is uh it's a stupid idea uh we need a new show and a new toy line uh g g1 did too much rehashing uh i don't feel like this is rehashing though you know what i mean like i feel it's just like a like a like a remastering you know what i mean Yep, remaster it. Halo got remastered. Why not Beast Wars? Yeah, dude, they do it to video games and movies and books and everything else all the time. Uh, why not? You see where uh, Star Wars got it. Star Wars fans did it. Why not Beast Wars? Schedule information for the next. Mike, you see where K Bar said just have Dalton call John Ward and get it done. Oh my God, was you, was your phone like seriously about to call like John Warden? No, I don't know what it was. Doing. Oh, okay, because like you said, call John. <laughs> and I was like, dude, because like I heard Siri like start talking in the background. I was like, what's this? Yeah, she started. I don't know what she said. I just reached over, hit the button real quick. But I was saying, call somebody as well. Saying, and she can't. But yeah, he says have Dalton called John Warden. That's a that's a that's a good cover, man, dude. Like I've been trying, like you know, he just uh. Man, he won't pull through for me. You know what I mean? He's just like, no, like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to abuse his uh, his um, friendship. Yeah, his his relationship. Oh, Dalton's best friends with John Warden. 
Dude, yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> so <laughs> he's, holding out on me. he's he's cussing up a storm right now, I'm sure. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh message Dalton if you want um if you want new Beast Wars, man, yeah, uh, Daltonians TS. Or if you want any of the secret leaks for uh, next year's Transformers line, message Dalton. He knows all of what's going on. Yeah, man, hit him, hit him up, Daltonians TFs on uh, on on YouTube. Yeah, he told all of us. We all know what's coming next year. He, he uh, uh, going to win the fan vote. Serious, seriously though, he um he uploaded that little Stasis Lock jingle um from our Facebook page on his YouTube channel. So uh, so good, give that a you know go check that out. It's like. It's it's some kind of like I don't know what the meme is, but it's like Italian restaurants or whatever. I called it a pizza song. That may yeah. be culturally insensitive of me uh, <laughs> to Italian Americans or Italian Italians, but that's just what it, it just what it reminded me of, man. It reminds me of like a like a pizza commercial from a it does from a home like you know from a family owned pizza place. It makes me really hungry for pizzas, even though I had tacos tonight. So we'll see. All right. Our second topic of the night is uh, Stasis Lock at RoboCon 2019. What is Woo! your three-part agenda, so to speak? Uh, meaning, what are you looking forward most to doing, buying, and seeing at the show? Joe. What? What are you looking forward to most seeing, doing, or doing, buying, and seeing at the show. Doing, um, looking forward to doing, selling. Uh, Who's that? Yeah, what's, uh, she, what's she look like? Yeah, that's a weird name. Um, buying. She one of them granola girls, huh? I'm gonna buy more beer because I'm all out here. Um, that water. What are you be drinking? Huh? That water you be drinking? Yeah, I've been buying Bud Light lately. I like it. I don't get... Dude, when did you turn over. into a frat boy, Joe? I I don't get hung over from it, especially the new formula. It doesn't have any of the garbage shit. It's just water <sighs> and and rice and barley. It's great. I would say I don't get hung over from my beers, but that's a lie. They are uh, like as dark as used tires, and um, they're delicious. Like, that, like dude, I got I to... Gotta, you know, I I succumb to uh, like mouth uh, uh, orgasms, I guess. Like, what what would you call that? Like mouth pleasure? <laughs> God, don't call it mouth pleasure. Uh, never mind. I like I like I like I like the way stuff tastes. You know, yeah. it's like why I'm a uh, I'm very picky about the things that I cook and the beers that I drink. So yeah, and then okay, uh, are you uh, Okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so I did the, the what is it, the doing? The doing, buying is next. Buying, and then buying, I'm going to buy toys. Okay, so like what's number one on your wants list, Joe? Um, I don't know if I can find a cool Beast Wars prototype or something. Otherwise, I think I have... Almost everything Beast Wars related. I wouldn't mind a masterpiece Ironhide or Ratchet. Um, I don't know. I'll probably just buy a bunch of random crap like I normally do. That you probably don't need. Yeah, that'll Dude, probably come in a week later. I'll be honest. 
the the last two Robocons, I have not gone with a bankroll. I am going with one this year. And I'm not going to say how much, obviously. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm really hoping forward to especially because, you know, we're hitting some shops in, you know, in the area. Yep. And I'm hoping to find some some tasteful, juicy things in these in these shops. I'm about ready to just pay for Dalton's Uber. <laughs> <laughs> or would that make me too much of a terrible person? <laughs> no, I mean you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I know. <laughs> we can take um, a consensus vote on that. What uh, what are you looking forward to uh, seeing at the show the most? I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, it's always fun to hang out with you, and um, yeah, I'm just. Looking forward to having fun. I wonder if they'll have fireworks on the balcony over the river like they did last Dude, year. Dude, if, if, if the baseball team is playing, then I think they will. Yeah. That, yeah. that was mind-blowing. I mean, they have to win first. Do they have to win, or do they still play? Like, I, think, I think it's a win. Regardless. I think when they win is when they play the fireworks. Dude, see a lot. The city of Cincinnati is uh, selling fireworks wholesale come like 4th of July and New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Make sure those things don't go bad. Um, but yeah, dude, I think was I think I talked about that on Galactic Gumbo. I thought I thought that was so awesome, man. I'm just lit on the balcony, chain smoking and drinking and like watching all these this like 30 minute fireworks show. Yeah, that was, out, man. That was awesome. Yep. Mike, what about you? Man, um, I this will be my second time going to RoboCon. I missed last year's uh, because of the surgery and that they moved it on a Sunday, but um. Man, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to really just hanging out with you know, you know, people I know. You know, road tripping it with you. You know, just having a good time, basically. Um, as far as toys, um, I really don't have nothing in particular that I am dying to have. Um, there are a few customs I'm looking forward to seeing, to maybe purchasing at the show. Um, you know, and they got a couple interesting panels lined up that I really am looking forward to seeing. So, yeah, you had mentioned the customs. Uh, Jesse has been tweeting like images of some of the things he's going to be selling, like just some uh, hand painted figures that they would have like you know he would have made up kind of like as a as a physical like mock up instead of a, you know opposed to a digital mock up of, of things that you know they they wanted to push to to get made. Mm -hmm. um, he actually gave me the one that they made for Ape Link, uh, which was really awesome, man. Like I, I thought that was that was so cool because Ape Link's probably my favorite uh, Botcon character, um, like just exclusive to Botcon. And um, I got the pre-production sample uh, last year, not at the shows before the show, but uh, so having that that kind of uh, you know painted mock-up, physical mock-up, I guess, was really cool, man. Like I, I display it with my other prototypes. So, yeah, I know. Um, like He's I've gonna, gotten, like, his booth is going to be the one to check out for sure. I know I've picked up some uh, stuff from Jesse over the years, and um, one of them uh, that he gave or that I bought from him in a collection of stuff, which was interesting, was that um, <clears throat> it was like the physical mock-up of um, Thunder Clash from Botcon two thousand and nine, yeah, which was their version was supposed to be a 
Voyager sought Optimus Prime redone as Thunderclash, and Hasbro didn't want that. They wanted it to be scaled down to a deluxe, and so they ended up going with the Energon Rodimus mold instead, which I, I don't think was right because the one I want, you know, if I was to post pictures of it, y'all would probably agree on mine why it should have been a Voyager to begin with. Well, yeah, Thunderclash has always been like a bigger character. Um, you know, but like not not only that, but like, you know, that, that Energon Rodimus wasn't the great like I don't know, dude. I didn't mind that Thunderclash. If I'm being totally honest. What was the um, Voyager mold? Sorry. They were gonna use the classics prime as Thunderclash instead of okay. the uh, deluxe uh, Energon Rodimus. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like I said, I wouldn't have minded it. Uh, I, I don't mind it, what it ended up being. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm, I'm, curious, like, I'm curious, like, what, you know, because, like, they released the Land Shark um, from that other, I think it was a, was, was it an Energon toy? Yeah, it was uh, the, the Landmine yeah. figure. Yeah, Energon Landmine. Um, that was Which, a really random repaint. It was. It was. It was a brand new character, and you know I love brand new characters. So ultimately, like I, I prefer the trade off that we got because I'm pretty sure if they would have put that Voyager Prime in there, it would have been something else uh, in place of Land Shark, or maybe they would have gone with like Voyager a Voyager Prime has been beat to death. I think. Well, at the time, dude, it was 2009. You know. Yeah. It only seen like the one or two releases. Shatter glass and then the uh, nemesis. nemesis. Yeah. So they're doing uh they're doing a siege one from sideswipe though, right? The yeah, they're doing the shatter glass uh, sideswipe for the custom class. No, I thought for generation select they were doing. No, they're doing G two G two sideswipe. They are. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm going for. Like I'm so excited. Oh, I for that. thought I saw a thunder clash somewhere. Mm, no, that was just a that was a fan. Uh, oh, that fan was a fan thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought that was real. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter, and dude, that looked that looked good too. Like it's crazy. It did look good. I mean, I would have bought it. I would have bought it over a stupid red swoop. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mike, uh, what else, man? What 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 else are you looking forward to to doing? Drinking. <laughs> Just, I, mean, I know I'm looking forward to the the room sale because this is I think the first year we've really done a room sale isn't it yes I know in the the first year we all set up down in the lobby area and try to sell but you know Pete did say it when we had Galactic Gumbo last week that if people wanted to bring stuff to the let's make a deal that they were down for that as well so Hopefully that isn't, uh, you know, everyone doesn't go down there. I thought, or, you know, that, yeah. just, I thought that like he, he was saying that it was, you know, like during the time of let's make a deal, like that would be the time to, uh, to, to also be having some, some, you know, room sales and things like that. So I, I don't know. We'll, uh, like I said, we'll see, you know, if, if we, we either set up in the room or if we just, uh, so pitch a tent right next to, uh, night shining ink. <laughs> I think that'd be the cool thing. I think mean, it brings back days of uh, BotCon, you know, when we would, you know, I remember my first year in 2010, um, set uh, up and down in the lobby with uh, Keith 
and we were right there around the um, the water fountain in um, the hotel. And then other people just started coming by and setting up, and we were all set up down there and selling stuff. And then we were all lined up Brett's room and waiting for him to open it up. And it was, man, I'll never forget that room sale, man. Everybody was just crammed in there. Dude, Brett's room like, sales are always, like even to this day, and that, that is the mega toy fan room. So uh, like I said, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty tight fit. I think uh, this yeah. year too. I mean, it, it was so tight. I remember it was my first year and the guy that was right beside me was in a wife beater and it smelled like he'd been sweating for five days straight <laughs> without a shower. And I'm like, Oh my God, get away from me. That's a so, lot of people at these things though. Do what? It's a lot of people at these conventions, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You can afford this money to go to all these shows, but you can't afford toothbrush and soap. Uh, I, I, I would honestly pay the $500 to give complimentary deodorant at the door. <laughs> Dude, next year, the uh, the Stasis Lock Mega Toy Fan exclusive is just going to be uh, an etched Our bar of soap. It's just going to be like etched into a national symbol. There you go. We'll start working on it now. <laughs> floss and toothpaste and there you go. A little Axe body spray. Go at it. Why don't you just get everyone a monster and a uh, fake ID that says their name is Kyle while we're at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, what are you looking forward to seeing the most at the show? Um... I guess it'll probably be the uh, the display, the pre-production stuff, the oddball stuff, um, stuff that we never got. You know, seeing that stuff in person is really cool to see. Um, usually, they're pretty, you know, the first year was really good. They had a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, I think from what you've been telling me, there's going to be a pretty decent setup this year. Uh, there is. Um, yeah, there is. I think, I think a lot of people, like, you know, folks who really enjoyed both the first year and the second year displays, I think, are going to equally be fans of this year's display. So uh, that much, that much, I do know. I'm not going to tell because you know you got to be at the show. You got to be there. You got to see it. Got to go see it in person. Um, for me, uh, what I'm looking, what I'm looking forward to doing the most, I think, is actually. Um, ever since I got this uh, Beast Wars mutating card game, I have been wanting to play it. Like, I've, oh. I've been wanting to play it so bad. And, like, there's not really, I mean, there, you know, I got a few friends locally that would probably just be like, dude, why didn't you hit me up? But it's just like, you know, it's, it's got to, like, whenever I christen it, it has to be special. So um, that's something uh, that, Joe, you and I are doing. We're bringing uh, each of ours. So we'll have two set up and going after room sales and everything in for the night. Um, we're going to be down in the lobby, uh, you know, setting up um, the the Beast Wars mutating card game. And we're going to kind of like those of us that drink are going to try to, you know, kind of turn it into a drinking game. If you don't drink, if you're there, uh, by all means, come down and, uh, you know, play around. Well, you know, we're going to kind of not, ne not necessarily alter the rules, but um just so that way the games go back quick. Uh, it'll be like, you know, each person gets to choose three characters. You know, you decide if you want to be a Maximal or a Predacon or whatever. Uh, and, then, and then go from there. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So that's kind of open to anyone that wants to 
do it and be a part of it. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we'll have two set up and going. Hopefully, you know, that'll be enough. And it's not just like a line of 10 people on each side, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dogs came in from outside. Um, um, you, know, it, you know, the show's not even here yet, and I've already made my purchases. <laughs> Dude, so you're not going to have any money? No, 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 no. I, I, I had to, Joe needed the money up front for some things. Sorry, bought those uh, beast machines that he has coming. Yeah. The, uh, rat trap tank or and um, cheat or that was a real, really good price. So I'm assuming Joe's going to have some awesome prices on some stuff. Joe usually does have some awesome prices. Our, uh, our fair boy, Joe. I tried to uh, be more awesome. I was drinking while pricing. So have fun, guys. As, a, uh, as far as buying for me goes, I am a yeah. I'm I'm a very peculiar uh, buyer. Like I'm I'm I look for very specific things at this point. I'm hoping that there's going to be somebody with a a Botcon '95 Night Racer there. Um, She's kind of the, the last one that I need. And I don't want the whiz bang one. I know the whiz bang one or the, the unpainted, the one without the, the blue stripes painted on it. And I think they were hand painted on it too. Um, I know that's out there and it's readily available, but it's just not the same. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be someone that has it with the little backer. And um, although they're still, even if they don't have the backer, even it's just the, the blue stripes. I'm hoping to find that. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, like uh, I, I'm forever going to be looking for a uh, Beast Wars Ramulus prototype, it seems. Um, I got the, the hard one, hard to get one out the way, but I'd really love to get a, a pre-production Ramulus piece. And you know, maybe it'll be one of these stores that we hit up. You know, maybe someone will just mysteriously have it in the dealer room. I don't know. Uh, but definitely something something pre-production is, you know, I, I would like to uh, to be able to get my hands on. For sure. Looks like we'll be making a race for it then. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'll kick you in your bad foot. Oh! <laughs> crippled like that. Yeah, You'll man. You'll find all the good stuff when I go to pick up Dalton. Do what? You'll probably find all the good stuff when I go to pick up Dalton. I, uh, Dude, actually, we won't hit the, the good, good spot until you probably get there with Dalton. Like the way the way the, the you know Brett and I were working on the 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 route um, earlier this week, so you know we'll 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 be all over the place. But anyways, what time does Dalton's plane come in? Like uh, quarter to eleven. Oh, okay, that's really good. So, as far as like what I'm looking forward to seeing at the show the most, I'm definitely like looking forward to seeing uh, like what Night Shining Inc. kind of has going on. You know, Jesse had mentioned they, you know, he's, he's putting together a toy makers panel, and like, like I know that you know just the the, the folks that he has talked to, and, and you know, like they're, like they're getting slides and presentations from Spirit Toys and Boss Fight Studios and a few other like I, I can't remember the others. If I'm being honest with you, I just remember those two in particular. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that, like some ins and outs of that. Like I've I've, I've enjoyed the panels at these last two shows. So I think that's going to be uh, very interesting. I'm also looking forward to the AllSpark meetup. Uh, of all the fan sites out there, TFW, Cybertron, AllSpark, et cetera, AllSpark has kind of been like, you know, 
sort of my like my my go to favorite um, within the last year or two. Um, not to to speak ill of the other uh, fan sites. I mean, they they all they all do their own thing, and and, it, and it's good, and they all offer their own uh, individual things. Like, I think I think it's you know like like join all three of them for sure. Um, just be aware that there's going to be different environments for each three, and you're going to find you know more resources at one than you would at another. But Allspark has been really cool, man. I just I just like the uh, the crowd of usual posters. Um, over on that site, so doing the doing the meetup with uh, with Allspark is going to be really cool. I'll be opening my G two breakdown uh, at the Allspark meetup, and uh, Allspark is going to live stream that. So that's going to be really cool. I thought that was awesome um, that you know they they wanted to do that, uh, mm-hmm. and anyone who wants to you know get hands on with that G two breakdown, they can most certainly uh, do that. That's um, yeah, if you pick it up, touch it, whatever. Um, if someone puts it down their pants, well, I will uh, knock every last one of their teeth down their esophagus. <laughs> it would have touched their wiener. Um, well, it depends on depends on how nice of a wiener it is, I guess. Okay. So, or, but, or uh, like, do what? Or whose it is? Yeah, that too depends on whose it is. I mean, what if it's the uh, Best wiener you ever seen, and it's Scott McNeil. What would you do? <laughs> You'll never wash I, it. I'll never wash it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> yeah, just leave it. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that's that. I think like th- those two things specifically is definitely what I'm looking forward to, and the meet and greet too, man. Like it's just uh, I love those. Like this is like '90s botcon feel this show gives us. Um, so. Uh, real quick, uh, Dalton said uh, he's looking forward to the custom class uh, and hanging out with everyone. Says he doesn't know what to buy yet, but he definitely looks forward to seeing the display. So um, he's gonna buy stuff from my booth. He's buying more stuff. than likely. More than likely, I believe Dalton's also gonna be bringing some stuff to sell. Uh, he still has a uh, robots in disguise scourge, which I'm trying to talk him in. Uh, on a trade for something. I can't remember what it was, but there's some stuff that I'm bringing to, um, and I'll have uh, blowout prices. Uh, I'm bringing a box of toys where like almost everything. And it's like five bucks deluxes and uh, various other things. A few other things. Like, like I don't think anything I'm bringing is going to be over $30. So hoping uh, somebody cleans me out, cleans me out, not reams me out, cleans me out. They might do. So, a follow-up to that, um, we had kind of talked about... That'll clean you out. Do what? I have a bidet. That'll clean you out. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, though. Yeah. Um, our uh, our kind of after-hours con activities, uh, like I said, we had kind of talked about like the room sales and like what we're doing uh, Friday night with the, uh, the, the Beast Wars... Um, card game mutating card game we'll also probably be doing that on saturday night um if you want you know because i know there's a there's a few people that do watch the show that are going to uh make it out and, and be there on saturday uh all of us will be wearing our stasis lock shirts saturday so uh you can track us down uh, joe and brett will be the easiest to track down they uh will be at a booth 
and Mike will not have a stasis lock shirt unless he just draws an eyeball on one of his. <laughs> he joined. He joined after after shirts were distributed. Oh. So sorry. I'll have an adventure shirt. He'll get the. <laughs> I was gonna say like he'll get you in on the next round of shirts. That's fine. But um. So you know, of course, I'll probably be uh, in and out of panel rooms and recording stuff. And like I said, I'll be at the All Spark fan meetup for sure. Um, and you'll probably see me hanging around the uh, the display during some of my some of my downtime. Um, if I'm not hounding Brett for stuff that he doesn't want to sell uh, at prices he doesn't want to sell them at. <laughs> <laughs> I make it. A, I make it a point to give him a headache every every single time we meet. I'm just like, how can I? How can I get on Brett's nerves? If we, so, if we really want to get on his nerves. You lead. We need to go ahead and buy that tent and just camp in his front yard. <laughs> Dude, that that would get all of us shot. First of all, one hundred percent. And it wouldn't be by him. It wouldn't be by him. Like, he would know it was us. It'd be by Angie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, man, like, so that's, that's typically what, what we'll be doing. It's, um, man, the last two years, the after hours stuff has always been fun. There's a lot of the, the con goers and like everyone will have their badges and lanyards from package pickup and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know what some of these other fellas are, uh, planning on doing, thinking about doing what they're going to do, what they want to do, whatever. But, uh, we, you know, that's kind of where we'll be at, what we'll be doing. So hopefully, uh, those of you that are coming out. Will um, stop by and say hey to us, and join in on our after con festivities. Um, hey. Anybody else have anything they want to they want to add to this? Because uh, this being yeah. a pre convention weekend, we you know, I mean I, I know I'm looking forward to the um, the custom class. I know we haven't really talked about that at all. Really, um, guess there's not much to talk about. I guess on that one. Well, I mean, it's like it's shattered glass sideswipe. There are custom uh, 3D printed accessories coming with this custom class, along with a, a custom sticker sheet and you know all that other stuff. Uh, so, real quick, I mean, I guess we can. the The schedule is the, the schedule says like the custom class goes from like 6 p.m. to midnight, um, and the meet and greet is from like 5 p.m. to what was it, eight or nine, something like that. Uh, I think to like. Had to have been till eight. No, it was like two hours. All it was so so seven or eight o'clock. Uh, seven seven thirty maybe. Yeah, well, like they um they had mentioned that you know if you want to stay at the meet and greet longer, you can, and you can you can come in and start doing the custom class if you registered for it and start that at seven. Um, you know that way you can kind of probably be done with it. You know before, uh before let's make a deal goes down. Cause everyone I think is going to want to be there for let's make a deal. It's going to be old, you know, collector's club stock and the pre-production toys and things like that. So, um, you know, let's, let's make a deal has always been really fun. And uh, you probably need to have cash for that. It's always been a thing of them. Yeah, it probably, probably will be cash. I know there's, there's a few things that I'm, uh, I'm looking for and that I want to make a deal on. So I want to make a deal on everything that I'm bringing to sell. So, <laughs> Y'all just find the guy carrying the blue suitcase that says money in the bank. <laughs> Is that what your suitcase really says? Yeah, I told you, dude. It says money on the God. bank on it. Oh, you are all kinds of awful, Mike. Uh, I want one. I want one just like it. Like, I'm not, I'm no better. <laughs> um, 
So, but I think I think most of us, I think our plan, our game plan, like, because I I love doing the the meet and greet, and that's where you get your custom Keshi figure, uh, fig, like little little figure and stand. Um, is is at the is at the meet and greet. So like, yeah. I think our plan was to kind of go from like five till six. Uh, there's gonna be a like you know a big meetup in the lobby for folks that want to, uh, you know, like yeah. Pete says, it's a 15 minute walk across the bridge. I say it's a two-minute drive in the rental car. We don't – us big boys don't walk. Yeah, we are. We are not big on walking. We're not built for walking. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you can you – know, I, I feel like a lot of people probably want to do the, the healthy hip thing and walk. Yeah. So, but like, you know, we, we plan on doing that, you know, for 30, 45 minutes, coming back and just digging into the custom class at six. So, you know, uh, and what I also wanted to say since you brought that up, the uh, meet and greet over there at this restaurant, there are some food uh, is some, like appetizers or hors d'oeuvres are being served. And then like a dessert, a waffle dessert. Or dudes. Yeah, yeah. So they you know, Pete's going to uh, feed us ever so slightly. Uh, they did mention that there are other items on the menu. And if you want to buy those yourselves, you can, but yeah, so I am kind of sort of looking to that because I want to, I want to try some, some Belgian stuff. Some some waffles. I don't know. It just depends. How I feel. I feel like eating again, dude. Well, it'll it'll well. Yeah, it'll probably be like an hour or two after we eat. Uh, eat lunch. So, dude, we can get some ice cream, uh, Mike. You said get some ice cream. Yeah, man, get some, get some uh, <laughs> yeah, ice cream. You know, and a like a waffle that's been dipped in chocolate. No, we'll save our food for like the midnight run to the White Castle. Mmm. We ain't going to that White Castle. Well, not the one right down the road. Brett's going to have to go to that one. Yeah. Anybody who's, anybody who's going and watching, don't go to that one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, man. It's well, a, I have a squirrel topic. What's up? Well, I mean, we're, we're still here. We got some time. Yeah, squirrel topic. So that picture of that idiot destroying his masterpiece Dinobot for the Soul Stone. Why would you do that? It's a masterpiece Dinobot. Jeez. What's the soul stone gonna do for you? Uh, he loved it so much. It's, in theory, the soul stone is the hardest stone to uh, obtain. So no. it's essentially like trading Dinobot, trading a masterpiece Dinobot, which isn't super hard to obtain for something made of pure unobtainium. And like, if you told me right now, all I had to do was hand over one of my one of my masterpiece Dinobots. Yeah, you got three. <laughs> I have four. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, for for like another green Ramulus or something like that, one hundred percent without hesitation, I'd throw it at you. Like, <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is I could get the Soul Stone, and then trade that to buy out Hasbro, and then make new Beast Wars toys. I don't know if a a, a Ramulus would buy out Hasbro. No, oh. the the Soul Stone. It might, do you just walk in there, walk into to Hasbro HQ and just be like, you know what this is. You know what this can do. You made toys of it. You can buy it all. Yeah. What does the soul dude, stone you do? Could, you could actually, I, dude, to beat your theory entirely, you could make, because it's the soul stone, you could give all your Beast Wars toys souls. It'd be oh, like a little story going on. I wouldn't do that. I would just give one of each of them souls and then there would be real beast wars 
Right. Well, I didn't mean like all the ones that you had, right? Otherwise, we would have a million Dinobots and a million Cheetors, and Toy Story would be real. Several of them just broken. <laughs> like one of one of them comes alive and just like I would have, my legs. I would have a room full of zombies. <laughs> yeah. Toy Story would be real. That that would be insane. Dude, that would be worth the trade right there. Yeah, it would. Okay, yeah. I'll sacrifice a Dinobot. Yeah. Like I said, man, like I've got I've got three more to fall back on. Yeah. yeah. I'll have an army of, of beasts. It's worth it. Tom said, what is this, Toy Story or Small Soldiers? <laughs> like, dude, I will take either. Like, yeah, dude, you know, my Maximals could be the Gorgonites. Predacons could be a uh, major chip hazard. And uh, his, his, what was it, his commandos or something like that? Something like that. Something like that. So, anyways, we have gone on for quite some time. Uh, I appreciate everyone who... Uh, tuned in live, hang in and uh, watched with us and um, got to kind of uh, see and do everything. And everyone who interacted in the chat real quick, we also had, uh, let's see, we had Cryotex Customs, Daltonians, TFs, uh, Eric Von Wolfenstein, Josh Fisher, uh, Kabar was in there, our boy Kabar. And I'm on it. I'm on it. Chris Barnes was in there again. Thanks for showing up. TF Fan Geek was also there. Um, seeing a lot of reoccurring uh, names, uh, which is awesome, man. Thank you guys for uh, for for hopping in here and, and watching us live. is uh, is really cool. Caden Thomas was also in here. So um, yeah, thank you all for watching. And uh, Mike, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. Joe, uh, you can find me at Primal Sabbath. He knows how to contact me. Jeez. <laughs> Please, please don't steal my my identity. You're stealing my I'm identity. Not. I'm saying they can find me through you. Can you stop stealing my identity, please? <laughs> uh, you can find me everywhere: Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Those are the three better spots to get a hold of me at. At Promise Sabbath, I have an Instagram, but I don't ever check it. I actually deleted the app, so sorry for anyone who's tried to contact me through that a whole bunch. Um, Disappointment. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, so speaking of places you can find me, why don't you check out some things that I also like to check out? Uh, that being the Cool Table Network, you can check cool shows such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Figa Bangin', Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communication, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, and our boys, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. You can also check out some cool shows, one that uh, fellow co-host Tyler is a part of, uh, Back and Forth, and the Tedious Podcast Network, which is... Uh, uh, a series of podcasts that Tyler does uh, with friends and with his uh, wife and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, our boys blackout and shout. I'll definitely check those guys out, man. If you, um, you know, if, if you're just doing some, some stuff, you know, like on a weekend or whatever, you know, a little bit of uh, weekend cleaning, they have uh, usually like three hour uh, podcasts for you to just kind of turn on and laugh with them with. It's a cool, cool group of guys there. Uh, you can also check out All Cued Up, which is our buddy Josh Fisher's uh, podcast with his buddy Greg, uh, where they talk about you know, various media, streaming services, things like that. Uh, you can also check out Off the Runner, which is a uh, podcast based on uh, just building Gundams. You show up, you build Gundams, and you uh, talk the week's talk. Uh, you can also check out Cybercast, which myself and Mike are a part of. And you can also, last but certainly not least, check out uh, around 30 minutes and the various let's talks 
from our boy uh, Matthew Deluxe Baldwin, Hail Hasbro Reviews. So um, I think that about wraps it up. If you want to be on Cybercast, we do a collector interview uh, every third week. We've got one lined up next week, and I believe the one after that already. So if you just want to kind of show up, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, by all means, we'd love to have you on. Just message our Facebook page or hit me up on Twitter. Uh, and you know we'll be able to uh, to get you in. So until next week, everyone, hope we see some of you at the convention, and uh, we'll definitely see you all next week. So see you later. I'm out of beer. <laughs>